You're listening to Source Daily. Join us Monday through Friday to stay up to date on what's happening in North Central Ohio. We'll be sharing a closer look at one of our top stories, along with other news, local history, memorials, answers to your questions, and more. Today, late last week, a group of eight Amish people refused to pay their fines for their violations of Ohio's new buggy law during a hearing in Ashland Municipal Court. Before we continue, we'd like to thank our friends and sponsors at St. Peter's School. They're more than just a school. They're a family led by faith. Enrollment is happening now for the fall. Multiple scholarships are available. Head over to mansfieldstpeters.org to learn more, schedule a tour, and meet with their admissions team. Now our feature story. On Thursday, a group of eight Amish people refused to pay their fines for their violations of Ohio's new buggy law during a hearing in Ashland Municipal Court. During the hearing, they all told Judge Fred Oxley that they wouldn't pay their fines because it's against their religious beliefs, opening up the possibility of jail time. Three individuals even told Oxley directly that they would prefer jail time over paying the fines. Fines and costs hearings like this are normally used to determine a person's ability to pay a fine and develop a payment plan if necessary. Some people have multiple fines and costs hearings so the court can check in on their payments. But this was different. At the beginning of the hearing, Oxley outlined all the ways someone could pay a fine, like wage garnishes, liens, asset forfeiture, or community service. He said jail time was a distinct possibility for refusing to pay a fine and that the Amish would likely only spend a few days in prison. After one of the Amish announced his refusal, Oxley told him to be prepared to go to jail on the group's next court date on April 14th at 1 p.m. Under Ohio law, people who willingly refuse to pay fines can be imprisoned and earn a $50 credit toward their fines for every day they spend in jail. The majority of the Amish have fines of around $150. The group at Thursday's hearing were ticketed in the fall for not having yellow flashing lights on their buggies, as required by a recently signed law. At their initial hearings, they pled no contest. These Amish are part of Ashland County's Schwarzentruber community, whose members have called the buggy lights too worldly. Two Amish men had a court hearing scheduled for Thursday morning, but an anonymous caller paid their fines on Wednesday, meaning the men didn't have to appear in court. Another group of Amish who violated the buggy law is set to appear in court for a similar hearing later this month on January 26th. Now some history. Martin Luther King Jr. visited Ohio many times in the 1950s and 1960s. In 1967, Martin Luther King would come to Cleveland to support Ohio State Representative Carl Stokes in his campaign for mayor. Here is a portion of a speech he gave. We are able to say to ourselves now that we do count. And I want to say to everybody under the sound of my voice this afternoon that you are somebody. Don't let anybody make you feel that you are nobody. You are somebody, you have dignity, you have worth. Don't be ashamed of yourself and don't be ashamed of your heritage. Don't be ashamed of your color. Don't be ashamed of your hair. I am black and beautiful and not ashamed to say it. Here's a known fact that every politician respects votes. And we have enough potential voting power here to change anything that needs to be changed. And so let us set out to do it, and to do it in no uncertain terms. And finally, I want to say to you, 
that if we will organize like this, we have a power that can change this city. Stokes won the Democratic primary, and Republican Seth Taft, a grandson of President William Howard Taft, came out in support of significant civil rights reforms. Stokes was elected as mayor of Cleveland on November 7, 1967, and was the first black mayor of a major U.S. city. The following April, 1968, King was assassinated in Memphis, Tennessee. He saw progress in his life, but Ohio and the nation mourned a terrible loss. He was just 39 years old. We leave you with a portion of Dr. King's Where Do We Go From Here speech. I must confess, my friends, that the road ahead will not always be smooth. There will still be rocket paces of frustration and meandering points of bewilderment. There will be inevitable setbacks here and there. There will be those moments when the buoyancy of hope will be transformed into the fatigue of despair. Our dreams will sometime be shattered, and our ethereal hopes blasted. We may again, with tear-drenched eyes, have to stand before the beard of some courageous civil rights worker whose life will be snuffed out by the dastardly acts of bloodthirsty mobs. But difficult and painful as it is, We must walk on in the days ahead with an audacious faith in the future. Before we continue, we'd like to thank our sponsors at Charles Mill Marina. Charles Mill Marina is a full-service marina in Mansfield. Give them a call today to see for yourself why Charles Mill Marina was named a 2021 Top 100 dealer by Boating Industry. Their over 200 years of combined experience and customer service mean that you get the best boating experience, period. Learn more by calling 419-368-5951. You can also visit them at charlesmillmarina.com. Next, we'd like to take a moment to remember the life of Mabel Frias of Mount Vernon, who lived to be 108 years old. She was born in 1914 in Branchland, West Virginia. Knox Pages featured Mabel's extraordinary life in 2019. Mabel was a member of the Central Christian Church and loved baking and giving her confections to friends and family. She enjoyed ceramics and made many wonderful pieces. She was a skilled gardener, canner, and freezer of homegrown food. During the holidays, she made lots of homemade candy. Mabel is survived by her grandchildren, great-grandchildren, a sister, and many nieces, nephews, and extended family. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember Mabel's life. See the Source Daily show notes for a link to read more about her legacy. You can submit an obituary for free on Richland Source. To learn more, click the link in our show notes or visit richlandsource.com slash obituaries slash submit. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow. Also, make sure to head over to richlandsource.com and click the Be a Member button to help support independent local journalism that informs and inspires. Every contribution goes to helping us make Richland County a better place and to help keep our journalism free. Also, if you like this podcast and want to hear more, make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts.